Welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I am your host, Sean Fry. Another brand new guest. We've had a couple of those recently here in The War Room. It is Tyler Allen, the Director of Admissions from Lebec Community College. And what ties him to sports is he is the public address announcer uh, for the voice of the Cardinals at Lebec Community College. Tyler, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Long-time listener, first-time guest. <laughs> I'm really excited to uh, talk about the Cardinals, of course, and then our shared love of the Big 12 champion, Kansas State Wildcats. Absolutely. Also, I'll, I'll come right out the, a couple days ago. It may have been yesterday. We're recording this well in advance. This is going to come out in over a week before it. But, uh, but uh, K, the K-State Twitter account, Posted kind of just a montage video of their uh, of the K State football team winning the Big Twelve and everything, and they put a Kanye song on it. And I have a super soft spot for Kanye West, which that's 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 icy water these days. That's that's, that's ice to skate on these days. But I have no problem. I'll we can dive into that. Anybody who wants to challenge me on it, but they put a Kanye song on it that was like a deep cut Kanye track too. Not a lot of people would hear that song and think, "Oh, that's I know that." Loved all oh, that just made my day. Uh, one thing I wanted to one we'll jump right into what is probably the biggest news with the Labette athletic department is they have a new women's basketball coach, uh, Kaylena Anderson. I visited with her earlier this week, and she for one she's lovely. She is a super nice person. Had no problem instantly diving in and telling her life story the instant you met her. Uh, she is super excited to be there. She's. Uh, you know, enthusiastic about it. Ironically, for how long Mitch Rolls had to deal with no air conditioning in that LCC gym, she's coming from a place that still doesn't have a- AC in Fort Scott. So she's thinking she's in heaven now at Lavette Community College with the facilities. Uh, have you gotten a chance to meet her? How you kind of what, what's kind of your reaction? I know we we were both obviously big fans of Mitch Rolls and how he and obviously he did a fantastic job. Uh, so we, we, we were keeping an eye on who was going to get that gig. What was kind of your reaction and first impressions of Kaylena? Right. Yeah. So I knew Kaylena just briefly from, you know, my job as the PA director, getting to see her coach against us here, um, this past season, got to meet her. Actually, I kind of inadvertently stumbled across her when she was getting a tour of campus, but very impressed with her. You know, as we both know, the Juco Mm -hmm. grind is a, is a whole different grind, but I'm super excited to see what she does i think she's gonna do some great things you know she has some of that jail conference experience mm-hmm. and i really think too um one of the other important things she's just going to continue that trend of our coaches having the most swag of <laughs> anyone on campus i think her and coach henson are going to still be the best dressed coaches on campus as well oh, yeah. so in the conference everywhere it's going to be she great. randomly kind of brought that up with me that she she her 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 attire for game days it will be unmatched right absolutely absolutely uh, you know the thing with me with uh with uh, how Kaylene is taking over the program is obviously she's, she is going to have to play catch up with recruiting and everything. Uh, but what Mitch, what I, you know, I talked with Mitch about her and I remember watching him. I remember watching this Fort Scott, Fort Scott team this year. While the score probably doesn't reflect it because they played better in the second, they definitely played better in the second half. Fort Scott was given Labette a few headaches. Yes. And, yes. That was, and you look at Fort Scott's record, and you look at what LeBette did this year, you would think that would have been the least headache game imaginable, leave the ibuprofen at home. Mitch was not happy after that game. Oh, yes. Kaylina runs really good sets, and I think mm-hmm. it's going to, you know, for fans, I think that's one of the things that I get asked a lot about when we're recruiting. And, you know, in my job as admissions director, I get to go and talk to a lot of students, and it's 
great that we have the programs we do. So that's an easy way in to talk up our education options as well. But, um, you know, she's going to keep that trend for fans of being really exciting, really fun games to watch. I think Coach Henson, too, with bringing in the guys that he's bringing in for this year, we're still going to have some awesome opportunities. And, you know, we just want to continue that home court advantage for our Mm -hmm. students, for our student athletes, having fans in the stands and doing what we can to get people there to support. I mean, I think it helps. You know, I just listened to your interview with Coach Henson. I mean, we lost, what, two games all year at home on the men's side. And yeah. I don't know if we lost any women's games. Maybe one non-conference game at home on the women's side early. To, to the eventual national yep. champions, yep. CBS out of Maryland. Yeah, so that's super exciting, and we're super excited to see what this next year has in store for us. And even volleyball, I think all the most of their – I think – most of not all their all their conference wins are at home. Yes, and uh, you know, and it, it was the home. I will say this: I I just completed my ninth. What I would call athletic. I call them athletic years because I love when people will come up to me and be like, "Do you know so and so at Parsons High School?" And I'm and I just give them a blank stare. They're like, "They're the they're the science teacher," and I'm like, "Do they coach anything?" No, the, no, I don't know. <laughs> right, but, right. So I call, even though they're academic years, I call them athletic years. I just finished my ninth athletic year. This, that ninth one was the most hyped the LCC crowd had ever has ever been on a consistent basis. There's been there's been individual nights where maybe more people showed up for various reasons. Uh, honestly, the one I can think of, I think the the biggest crowd I've seen for a basketball game was and I don't think you were here yet and I'm going to bring up a big controversy and then we're just going to plow right through it was when they played North Arkansas a week after they had gone to North Arkansas and both the men's and women's teams were subjected uh to, to racist chants from the crowd story that kind of blew up bigger than I was expecting but I had reported on it so the crowd came then mm-hmm. but in terms of just the rowdiness and the consistent presence of, of the student body and the fans in general, this year was the most packed it had been. I thought a big part of that, too, was, and even though, obviously, there's only a handful of them compared to the rest, a big part of that was just the third years. See, and because you ha- you look at softball, you had Winter Snyder and Kara Jackson. They were always front row of everything. Right. Uh, a lot of those third year, I mean, every program had third years on it, and yep. they were front and center at everything, leading and I thought that create. I thought that created a you know a pretty unique atmosphere, a pretty hyped atmosphere. Uh, my one of my favorites is when the some of the student section they found like pool noodles or something in one of their equipment rooms and they started using them. And the ref told them, "You got to get rid of those." And I'm thinking to myself, "You you can't take away a child's right. toys. They're just gonna act up." Yes, absolutely. You know, that, that referee, he, he, uh, kind of went at him a little bit in the crowd. And so I felt for him because I saw a lot of those student athletes who are some of our best fans, uh, at the other sports. I saw them smile and nod their heads and they just were extremely, extremely compliant and did exactly what they were told and put the noodles up and got increasingly louder. And, uh, it's fun. You know, Sean, I still can't believe. I appreciate that I do get paid a little bit to be the PA guy, but I I still am just humbled by the opportunity and, and getting to be there and see the students and getting to be a part of the crowd is awesome. And I think you said it this year, even compared to my first year being the PA guy the year before this year, I think we had some really great momentum. I think one thing that I can tell everybody confidently is our student athletes support the other student athletes. You know, at our volleyball games, it's our basketball team, our wrestlers, our softball players, our baseball mm-hmm. players at 
basketball. It's the volleyball players. It's it's everyone kind of supporting each other. And one thing yeah. I appreciate about that is that's really modeled by our coaches. You know, oh, yeah. Coach Miller Cook, she's there all the time. Coach Phillips, he's there. Uh, other coaches come in and out when they're when they're available. You know, mm-hmm. I think of Mitch. How many times did he stick around, not just for his obligations, but to support? what the men's basketball team was doing and so that's been really exciting there's a video and i i there's a video i got of um i'm trying to remember what game it was the kck game it was it was coach henson's first conference win yes uh and it was at home exciting game big comeback in that game they were down 20 in that game well came back and won it and there's i got so i got video of the final seconds and i posted it to twitter and one thing you see so obviously coach henson's on the on the sideline one thing you see in the background on the other side of the court when the final horn sounded is you saw Mitch waving some right, shirt absolutely. around and running around and everything. That that was the, probably the most that was probably the loudest I think we heard the crowd get all year. Right. Yeah. That and the volleyball match that uh, Pars, not Parsons that Lebet won against Fort Scott that was a loud environment too. Yep. And I'll say this: Kaylina can speak to this. The student body at Fort Scott always got up. They, they're super loud, too. If you thought pool noodles were a problem, holy cow. I watched what – this was before even Haley Miller had the job. And now Haley Cook but uh, at for volleyball at LeBet. But, but my God, I went to watch a LeBet volleyball match at Fort Scott, and you had baseball players, like, dancing around the team models during timeouts. So, so I mean, if, pool, if, if you thought pool noodles were a problem, go to Fort Scott and watch, and watch that debauchery. But uh, I want to talk to you about PA announcing a little bit, mainly because of who you replaced somebody who is still rolling it in the community, and Rob Emery. You took over uh, for him, who he was very well-respected, very good at his job. And he also got the Twitter handle PA announcer. He must have gotten the Twitter handle when the internet first came out. <laughs> but I thought you did a fantastic job. And I, I, I tell PA guys this all the time. And maybe I, if I haven't told you, I'm telling you now. They, while obviously your focus should not be on how it helps the local newspaper guy or the local media, I need a good PA announcer. Cause if I'm looking at my camera or writing a note down on something and I don't have my eye on the game, and then I hear the crowd go nuts or something like that. I need to hear what happened. Crystal clear. You enunciate your words. Means a lot to me. I appreciate that. Obviously, you have uh, you, you take your inspiration from, and I'm blanking on the guy's name right now, and I am not a true K-Stater. You remind me of the K-State PA guy, though, when I was in Bramwich. So uh, you, you do the spirit well. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I kind of um, just kind of fell into the job. The opening came up, and... Um, a dear friend who, who's no longer with us, Jonathan Wilhoft, he, uh, he, even though I was a Chiefs fan and, and he's a Broncos fan, he gets a last laugh because my daughter actually, whose initials are KC, has decided she's a Broncos fan. So before he passed, he'd always give me grief about that, but, but he knew my love for sports and knew that, you know, I, I would love to do it. And so he, um, basically got me a, uh, live audition, one of the games, uh, two years ago. And Coach Keel said, okay, I, I think we'll keep you. And, so it's it's just been a passion. Um, I, I'm kind of a nerd. I, I look at it, you know, from the athletic mindset. So I go back and listen and kind of like watching film. And it is funny, Sean, even to see in You'd the, be surprised the two how... years the growth that I've experienced personally and okay. from great mentors to help me with it for sure. And, and people that call you a nerd all you want. People that call each other nerds as an insult, they're the ones out of touch. You take it seriously. I wish more people did that with everything they did. You take it seriously. And that has been what yeah. has made you good and fill that role well. Tyler, we're going to go to a quick break, but when we come back, 
Uh, more Tyler Allen, the director of admissions and the PA announcer for the Lebet Cardinals, the voice of the Cardinals here on KOKC Radio. I got the voice of the Vikings and the voice of the Grizzlies on here all the time. I finally get to have the voice of the Cardinals here on the War Room on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Don't go anywhere. We're back here on the War Room on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Got the voice of the Cardinals, Tyler Allen, the director of admissions and the PA announcer at Lebet Community College. Tyler Let's talk about your director of admissions job a little bit, and we'll 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 keep it sports uh, centric. By I don't ask you how do you kind of how does your job interact with the, the athletic department with any sort of frequency? Obviously, you have to deal with everybody that's admitted to the school, but how do in your role how do you assist in you know what is what you may very well be the, the period at the end of a recruiting sentence for some of these kids? Right. Yeah. You know, I'm very lucky. I feel like my job at LCC, I kind of get to be. Uh, a spoke in the wheel, you know, of how everything mm-hmm. works. I'm with athletics specifically. What what that looks like a lot of times is, you know, if athletics is having someone come to visit and they want us to help handle that tour, we'll do that. Also, sometimes, you know, we maybe get a student that athletics hasn't met yet, and so it's like, hey, this student is a baseball player from one of our local high schools, and they would love to talk to someone in baseball. And so we we kind of work together to, to make mm-hmm. that work. Um, like I said before the break, you know, one thing that makes my job easy is. We go to a lot of our local schools, especially, and you know we're wearing our Labette stuff, and we have students come up and go, "Oh my goodness, I've heard about your wrestling program," or "Hey, you know, lately women's basketball or softball." We have one of our recruits that's coming from actually a little bit further away. We saw um, this softball student at three different events, and they kept bringing up their friends and saying, "Hey, this is the team I've told you about. This is where they're at." And so that's kind of how it interacts. Um, you know, it also helps that with my kind of dual roles i get to um kind of be that gap bridger um you know Mm -hmm. we have events between athletics and and administration proper (laughs) right exactly we have events where we'll do um this last semester for example we did sports specific enrollment days for those new kids um you know Mm -hmm. coach phillips is great he brought in his you know most of his new softball girls that are coming in the fall and so we combined with our advising center we got them enrolled we got them everything they needed kind of in one day and then Mm -hmm. also facilitated those times for them to talk to coaches also, if we have students that um, you know coaches can't talk to because of their grade yet, but mm-hmm. we can get them on campus, we can show them around, we can yeah. say, hey, when you reach that that correct... Hey, they can go, here's the keys to the gym, and here's all the, you show them all the volleyball right. stuff. We get, we get to show them off. Um, you know, I'm going to do a deep cut since you did one earlier. Um, one of my favorite movies is the movie Blue Chips. I don't know if that's yes, before your time. I love that movie. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet, but I'm still hopeful one day that I will get to um, you know be hiding at the table and have a spotlight on and fake introduce a, a recruit. So maybe if one of our coaches is listening, they'll let me live out that dream at some point. But but that's definitely uh, kind of how it all ties in, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, one thing: when were you hired at LCC? When so I started originally. Uh, I worked for a little over a year um, in the student success center before I got the director of admissions job, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a full circle moment for me. You know, I'm a 2008. Gosh, that's longer ago than I like to admit. Uh, graduate of Labette County High School, and then I went to Labette for a year, mm-hmm. and then transferred on and worked. Um, got my four-year degree from a private institution, and worked nonprofit with students for over a decade. And then um, had some life changes happen, and when the opportunity to come back to Labette came, uh, really jumped at it. Got to work with people that had mentored me. Um, the person that took me on my tour and, and hired me. Um, was actually the person that was taught my first ever college class. And so I really love that about Labette. It's been so um, vital to this just next phase of my professional journey. 
and um, you know, getting to be involved with sports too, just really, you know, you and I, oh, we yeah. talk sports all the time, and getting to be involved with that with our students mm-hmm. has been just a huge, huge opportunity that I'm very thankful for. So one thing I want to uh, ask about, and maybe I'm venturing into territory that might it's not inappropriate. I just want to make I, answer what you can answer. The I and I kind of wrote a story about it. The process of getting Haley Benithan on the campus for the softball team. That had to have been the biggest headache for anybody, for an admissions director, for the coaches, for everybody involved with that. That had to be a headache. And the reason I bring her up is, and I wrote this, I wrote this anecdote in the story, but I left out what I said. (laughs) But I remember this was a few, a few weeks after the pandemic broke out. I was starved for content. Like, you, like you asked me off air before we started recording this, how do you kind of manage the summer uh, for sports? Imagine the pandemic. I mean, we literally – the truth was at one point we did shut down the sports page. We said, all right, there's just going to be no sports page. I'll just be what essentially amounts to a news reporter in, in, the, in, the, you know, in the interim. But uh, – and kudos to the Parsons Sun and Shadoot Tribune staff for keeping me in that role because I saw sports editors left and right get laid off and I was still full-time employed through the whole thing. So God bless them. But, uh, speaking of, so, but I, but a few weeks after the pandemic broke out, I had, you know, I, I was star for content. And so I, I think the Jayhawk had announced like something about some regulation. Like they gave the most meaningless announcement. I was like, there's my lead story for the day. So, I was going to, uh, I, I, you know, I hit up Ryan Phillips. I hit up a couple of the coaches, and Ryan was like, I'm at the field. I live right by the field. So uh, it was like, yeah, just come and visit whenever. So I walked over, visited with Ryan, and we were sitting in his dugout and talking and just kind of hating life. <laughs> and we were looking out, and he's telling me about Haley. About he's got this girl from Australia, and now there's all these travel restrictions and everything, and he doesn't know what's going to happen. And I said straight to his face, if we have a good enough relationship that I can share those opinions, I was like, there's no way she's coming here. Three years later, she just set the single-season home run record this past spring uh, for the school. Were you involved at all in the process in getting her here, and what can you say about that? And I know you were a fan of Haley, too. Yeah, so actually that predates me. Mm -hmm. Um, I came right after that yeah. so um i wasn't involved in that process specifically but you know one thing that i do love about lcc and i love about what we have to offer is i feel like we're all on team student you know we're they work first, together here students students always and so i know um you know coach keel coach phillips um you know my my boss our vice president of student mm-hmm. affairs tammy fuentes everyone on that team and, and everywhere um i know work together in that situation and, and i think you know haley is a great example of what a cardinal looks like what a Levet graduate looks like we're so excited for her future mm-hmm. um and you know you talk about a student that's involved and a student that really sets that standard i think of her um you know being at every sporting event she could to support the friends that she'd made she was at and, a lot of other events too besides yeah, just sports all the truly a, all the everywhere events. yep you know i one of the things that we got to do this last year um i was lucky enough to partner with our spirit squad coaches to drive fans up to the conference semifinals and championship mm-hmm. there in Olathe and uh you know Haley and, Haley and some of the softball girls rode, rode in my van and we uh we just got to celebrate you know unfortunately our women fell a little short there that three overtime what a game. What a game heartbreaker game. um 
but but you know it was it was just awesome to see and i think even that the way those fan vans came together you know i'm not uh i don't have fan van driver in my job description <laughs> but but administration saw a need to, to get students to support our athletes and and we did that and you know i think of other events that happen on campus you know our big uh student award ceremony that we do every year that goes mm-hmm. everything from all conference performers to the students that have written the papers of the year and so i think we have a really great community that bridges that gap, you know, with that 13 to one student to faculty ratio. Well, I can confidently tell students and prospective students is you're never going to be a number here. You're going to be a person with a name and a story. And, and so that's one thing that's really exciting about being a Cardinal. He, he came with his, with his, uh, with his one sheet or whatever, but he doesn't need it. No, no, no. It's, you know, it's easy, Sean, to tell the truth about a place that you really enjoy being a part of what's going on. So, um, you know, we have our hundred years next September, we have 100 years of LCC as an institution. So September 23rd, everybody mark their calendars as our 100-year celebration in the park that you'll be seeing all over social media. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I love telling students this past year as we've recruited, you know, we've got 100 years of history already and we have a bright future. You know, we have awesome things happening all across campus. Our health science programs, our welding program, our our additions to the gym, I think all of that just attests to all the awesome things happening at Labette. And I I love... One thing I thought was cool, too, was seeing some of those departments interact with one another. The The softball team had a home run chain that was made by the welding program. Exactly, exactly. That was, that was a cool deal that they had. Uh, talk. Well, I'll let you take the floor here. Tell me a little. You can advertise for that LCC 100-year celebration. I'm sure they're going to try and celebrate 100 years over the course of the academic year. It'll be, it'll be brought up plenty of times. I'll be sick of it by next year, but... Uh, one thing I'll, and I'll end it with, I love the logo that they came up, that they, the winner was for a student at Pitt State. I believe he attended LCC, uh, prior to going to Pitt State. I'm blanking on his name right now. You might remember it, but I thought that logo was great. If you don't want to speak on this, cause you got to stay on brand. I get it. I think that Cardinal in that hundred logo should be the new school logo. Let's, let's get rid of the power Cardinal and go with that one. I thought that thing was pretty cool. But take the floor away. Tell me about what else LCC is going to do for this 100-year celebration coming up at the start of the new academic year this fall. Right. So we have a couple things scheduled um, earlier in September. I believe the date is September 12th. Um, we have our Founders Day celebration to celebrate the actual first day classes occurred in 1923. And that's going to be more student-focused for our current students. And then September 23rd, we're really kicking off a year of celebration So September 23rd, it's going to be an evening in the park. We're going to have a proclamation, some dignitaries. That's a Saturday. Perfect. Um, We're going to have all sorts of awesome stuff happening um, to celebrate. We're going to do some things for kids. We're going to have some free food and just kick off a year of different events that we have coming up. I know we're looking forward to the first time one of our teams scores 100 points, so we can go crazy with that. Um, Just anything we can do to celebrate – what has been the last hundred years of LCC and also Sean, as we look forward, you know, I believe that we have a bright future. And so that's going to be the kickoff date really for all the different events that are going to happen throughout the year. And the best way for people to get involved with that is, is to be involved. Obviously, if they're not following us on social media, you know, like us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of that. And then just, um, just be a part of things. You know, one thing I appreciate in my role as the PA guy, switching roles back from admissions to PA is looking out at the crowd and we see, um, I see people I went to school with at LCC. I see community members. I see members of our boards of trustees and just faculty, teachers, 
everyone comes together to support students. Um, if you haven't been, I know you have, but if people haven't been to see the new additions to the gym, it's one of my favorite tour spots on campus. And oh. obviously we highlight the, the very large financial gifts that were given um, mm-hmm. that are listed. And then what I like to do is I take students over to the, um, I can't remember the title of it, but that first level of gift. And I say, I can show you this person teaches here and this person's uh, a yeah. community member. And hey, here's one of our board of trustee members. And just mm-hmm. to be able to brag on, you know, people believe in what LCC has done so much, not just to show up, but to contribute financially as well. Yeah. And that, that really excites me in my role to, to think about what's in store for our, our current Cardinals and our future Cardinals. Um, and it gives me a little bit of job security too, to know I'm at a place that is really proactive and really looking to do whatever we can to reach students, um, to make them workforce ready or to get them the degree that they need to go on to a four-year institution. For sure. Uh, well, hey, that will do it here for the War Room on KLKC Radio. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on. This was fun. I told you I told you in between sessions, if, if we could just do this for our job 24-7, we'd do it. And I, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Now, Sean, I hope at some point we'll be able to visit some more about LeBette, but also as we watch our K-State Wildcats defend yeah. and fight for another, hopefully a consecutive Big 12 title. We will see that, um, especially there's a game, I think, in October when, you know, we've heard some chirping from some of our KU fans that <laughs> it'll be fun to celebrate the Wildcat win after that. Here's a fun fact for you that you probably heard. Bronny James's first college yes. game is going to be against the K-State Wildcats. Yep, how, how, so I, we the, the national coach of the year going up against one of the most notable college basketball players that we're going to see in quite a long time, whether, you know, I, I know Bronny James is incredibly talented. Always super excited to be at K State. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we bleed purple together, right, and we'll, we'll get more and more people yep. to the light. We'll we'll pull them from the dark side. Yep. Uh, go Cardinals, go Cats for sure. Amen to that. That'll do it here on the War Room. I'm your host Sean Fry. Thank you so much to the voice of the Cardinals, Tyler Allen, for coming on. Everybody, stay safe and God bless.